Hello Internet Dwellers, and welcome to yet another exciting episode of Super Happy Fun Time. Colin and I have returned, as always, for our Oscar recap episode. Um, normally in the past, we tend to kind of bury the hatchet as to which one of us won. Um, I'm pretty certain that uh, we just say it like three minutes into this episode. So if you were waiting for that suspense and excitement as to knowing who's going to win, yeah, we, we, we I, I kind of spoil that. So anyways, let's get onto the show. Enjoy, everybody. Bye-bye. I will, uh, Agree I will... Agree that it was a good, good performance of that song? Yeah. 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 Jensen yeah. Apples aside, it's just a good song. I will check that out later. Sure. Hi everybody! Hi everybody! Hi my babies! No, it's hi my buddies. Oscar time. You know we we have an intro music song. That is true. Colin, I know we've only done twenty six of these. We've only done in four years. Yes, but how long have we done? What is the longest gap in have had? Um, I'm pretty sure it was last summer. Yeah, between like the one we did in the summer and then the one we did. For the Oscars yeah. <laughs> or on New Year's, yeah, so, yeah, it was awful. We like to, you know, have lot. There's a lot of surprises. In true, um, what are we talking about? The Oscars? Yeah, we talk. Okay, about Oscars! Yay! Yay! All right. <laughs> so, if you didn't listen to the last episode, obviously we we chose our Oscar picks for the third year in a row. For the third year in the row. Um, and uh, we watched the Oscars, and um, I thought it was okay. I felt like it was very predictable this, it was. this time of year. It was. Um, I mean, Neil Patrick Harris did a good job, but... I have a feeling that the Academy went, Neil Patrick Harris, we love what you did for the uh, the, the Tonys. You were amazing. You're a great performer. Don't do any of that and just read what's on the cue cards because he came across it to felt, me very flat. Yeah, like, I was I was just about to say it felt flat. Like like here's uh, I have lines to deliver and here are the lines and okay, here are people commercial bye yeah like it, I'm it, gonna go away now. The only it, the, the only that time doesn't it make didn't make any sense to me. Like, yeah, the only time it didn't was in the opening number, which was really well done. Yeah. I enjoyed the opening number yeah. and then. Was the little bit when it dealt with the whole his picks being out on yeah on on set yeah. like that that seemed to be a little more improvised. Like, oh magic! Yeah. Oh my god! This is like oh he knows magic people. That wasn't really much of a surprise. No, no. And if you ever read his book, the Choose Your Own Biography, yes, which is brilliant by yes. the way, and I highly recommend it. He lets you do magic tricks in it. Yeah, like that's flip, what I heard. You flip through it, and it's like oh. you, if you want to do a magic trick, turn to page seventy three, and you go, and then they tell he tells you to get a card, he tells you what or a deck of cards, he tells you what to do, and then he's like, if you want to do more magic, turn to this page, and like I did at least three magic tricks in oh, that book. That's amazing. Um, brilliant. That is brilliant. So we watched the Oscars. And, um, yeah, I said that happened. <laughs> um, so we're going to go through the list uh, again and tell you who won. Can we just category. say who won right now between us, Colin? Do we really want to save that, Jeff? <laughs> no, I don't. Cause it's horrible. Let's so, just... <laughs> 
I guess. I guess we might as well just reveal it. No, you can do. We can do our choices, Colin. You Damn threw it. your papers away. Oh, oh now oh, I gotta move the oh, microphone. Dear. Oh, oh, everything is oh, falling apart. This is. This oh, is all horrible oh, now. Oh. You didn't have to throw your papers away. Well, I didn't. Well, I didn't mean I we were them in frustration, Jeff. For what? I just. I'm so <laughs> mad. Oh, you're, I was. You're, I had. I had anticipations and. Oh, expect. Oh no, God. Oh, oh, oh. oh I got it. All right. Colin won. <laughs> I did win. Colin. For the, for the third time in a row, I won again. Colin kicked my ass so hard. Yeah. Um, it's almost not even funny. <laughs> I, I know. Like, I like, suck. I mean, like, year. last year's was really good. If you actually listen to that podcast, it got really close. It did. I got it to the point where it's just like, there was one point where I was just like, God, I hope Jeff wins. And I thought and, I did. And um, I legitimately thought I, I did last week by about a couple points. Yep. So this year, on the other hand, <laughs> this year, not so much. Uh, apparently, I just didn't even bother going to watch movies. <laughs> it's, it's kind of the apparently way it's because um, it's like, yeah, like we said in the podcast, I've seen you like saw under a half. Yeah. These these films that were actually nominated. And I didn't. Yeah. Which was, I think, half my problem was that but I just even, I hadn't seen most of them. But that's the thing. But even still, like I paid attention to what was going on and actually an actual culture mm-hmm. what was because uh, it's like okay, I know that you know you look at the, the best supporting like obviously like J.K. Simmons and uh, Patricia Arquette were the ones that were going to actually win for those yeah awards. But then there's others where it's just like there's kind of that gray area where you're not really sure. Like a lot of the documentaries is kind of a gray area. At least I feel. Yeah. It's um, hard it's hard to know. Oh, there is only five pages. I'm using paper. I don't kill trees, Colin. Yes, well. <laughs> I just I kill trees in the long run yes, because well, they have I'm to cut them down. Man. They I have to cut they have to cut them down and then burn them for fuel to make the power that's charging my iPad right now. I'm killing trees in the long run, but I don't kill the trees directly. I'm like I'm I'm I'm, I'm, I'm like an old soul, Jeff. <laughs> so I am new. <laughs> I still I still use pen and paper. The hell has happened to up. this podcast? Um, I still use a landline. So who are you? <laughs> That's it. Off the podcast. <laughs> What's the internet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe. Is the internet the inside? I don't believe in this thing that you call the internet. <laughs> is the internet the part of that thing that's inside? What does land mean? <laughs> <laughs> land <laughs> or land? Land. Got it. land. Okay. Uh, I'm a little tired still. Uh, All right. Let's get on to the Oscar stuff. Let's, let's, let's go. review it. Let's review it. All right. Uh, best. Original screenplay. I won that one. I won that one too. Excellent. Um, I'm glad it went to Birdman, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Birdman, fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other choices were Boyhood, uh, Foxcatcher, uh, Grand Poodle, Best Hotel, Nightcrawler. Birdman, um, I'm sure we can discuss this in detail, but um, 
It's just a great movie. It is a very good movie. I actually, uh, it won a lot more awards than I expected it to win. Yeah. I really kind of thought they were just going to go the route of, hey, we're going to just do like the cinematography one and then maybe like, you yeah, know, the but editing. Yeah, just like one of the major ones I knew right away. Like, mm-hmm. Okay, this is it. It was when I actually watched the film for the first time, I knew it had the same feeling when I watched No Country for Old Men. Okay. Which obviously won Best Picture a couple of years ago. Um, when I watched that film, it's like, okay, that is the reason why it's Best Picture for this year. It's just it storytelling, cinematography, um, acting. It's just it's so well done. And this film felt exactly the same way. Yeah, just everyone was everyone was on top of things. Just, Every single person that was actually casted did a great job with this film. I'm, I'm, I know this is gonna, this would spoil the ending, I guess, or not the ending, but one of the last ones. Like, I'm yeah. bummed that Michael Keaton didn't win. That's true. You know, like, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of bummed out about that, you know, because it's like, it's like, oh, it's really awesome that he actually got an Oscar nomination, first but off, to, for a to, best actor. But to be nominated. I Yo, mean, yeah. That's a huge thing. <clears throat> and that's, that's kind of my mindset about it. Yeah. Just because I've been in that boat. I've been in that situation where it's like, yeah, um, you know, you're. You're nominated, you don't win, but at least you have a nomination. I yeah. haven't been nominated for a best actor. Can I no. specify that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I just replayed what I said in my head and I'm like, it's like Jeff, have you done much acting lately? I, I haven't I haven't been uh well, I haven't I told you about the four Emmys that I've won over my D T V T V shows during the daytime? No. Yeah. Mm. Remember? Jeffrey Bell, it's all over the Marvel and all the Joss Whedon stuff, and you know, no, I, I produce Agents of Shield. Oh yeah, remember? Oh yeah, I totally win stuff. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's a lie. <laughs> anyway, so that not is, the same Jeffrey. That is, that is bullshit at all. Yeah, when I found when I uh, when I found that out, I like took a screenshot of an episode <laughs> and like highlighted it was like we need to talk <laughs> i've been busy that's why you I've haven't been seen busy. me i'm like this is not you i do some minor hollywood producing on the side <laughs> uh really all i gotta do they they, they skype me yeah. they just they're like hey watch the recording yeah. i'm like okay yay money joss whedon and yeah. Stuff. So yeah, that's a total lie. Anywho, anywho, moving on. Uh, moving on. Uh, best adapted screenplay. Um, I went with the Imitation Game. See, and uh, I did Inherent Vice, and I could have sworn because it's the best adapted, but that is yeah. literally exactly what happens. Like literally. One scene shot for shot from the book. Like one scene does not happen in the movie. Mm -hmm. And when you realize what the scene is, it's completely unnecessary in the first place. So it's just, I figured like best adapted screenplay. How can you get any more well adapted? than? see, that's the thing with like the imitation game. Like that is, that is historical references, right? Historical. That's you pull a story out of that and just using what you have built from history right or you can't basically tell a living soul about this yep i mean that's pretty amazing especially like the guy who actually wrote it um graham moore he gave a lovely speech oh yes was yeah. he the one that was like be weird 
Yeah, that like be weird, that's be cool. yourself. Like that's that's what I thought. It was really cool. I mean, he came out gay and he almost tried to commit suicide. Yeah, I and mean, that's that's pretty brave just to stay <clears throat> on the stage on the stage in front of forty five million people. Yeah, and you saw how much that blew up all over the internet in a good way, not a yeah, bad way. It was way. just like, oh my god, that's fantastic. Yeah, and like when he was giving that, when he was saying all that, I'm sitting there going, all right, well, this is gonna like in a good way. I'm like, this is yeah. gonna be everywhere. Like as soon as this is speech yeah. is done, and then sure enough, like it was all over. Twitter and it was all over the internet within like yeah. an hour of it and then it was all over the news the next yeah. day and I'm just, like that's awesome you know that's yeah, really just cool be weird yeah yep. the other nominations were American Sniper um, the Theory of Everything and Whiplash um, yeah I just I I've seen Imitation Game and I think it definitely deserved an Oscar because it was so it was pieced together really well I still got to watch it I haven't got a chance to watch um, it it's yet. good it's good um, next uh, achievement in visual effects bullshit. <laughs> We both chose Donnie, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. The other categories were uh, Captain America, Winter Soldier, yep. um, Guardians of the Galaxy, Interstellar, and X-Men Days of Future Past. The one that won was Interstellar. Now, that I can actually understand. Okay. Because it's a lot of actual practical effects that okay. they used um, and less CG. And I still haven't seen looks, it, so I, I looks have fantastic. no judgment. I mean, they okay. use, there's a bunch of robots that, that are in there. Mm-hmm. They look like just giant Rubik's cubes kind of things. Okay. But it's all puppetry and it almost looks CG actually when you, when you watch the movie, Okay, that's how good it is. It's all puppetry and it's, it's all stuff that like it feels, it just feels real to you. Interesting. Um, yeah. And just a lot of this stuff, especially with the space and everything, it's just, it, just feels like okay, this could be an actual real thing if we actually traveled through wormholes. Yeah, like, this could happen. Like we would use these types of spaceships and everything if we needed to progress even further or anything like that. So yeah, mine started with a monkey <laughs> that looked real. Mine should have won. <laughs> also, Andy Circus. <laughs> hashtag Andy Circus needs an Oscar. Yes. God, guy, God, that man has been. I mean, like, the, okay, I, I haven't seen Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. but I know for a fact that the mocap and the technology they use for motion capture is astounding. Yep. To the nominal level it is today. What's going to end up happening if they never change it so that way a mocap performance can be classified as like an acting performance, like the best act, like it can be part of the best acting. If that never happens or if they never come up with like a dumb, lame ass solo cat, you know, category of best mocap performance by an actor or actress like Don't do that. I mean, that's probably what's going to happen. Don't do that. Put them in with the best actors or supporting actors. Mm -hmm. And it all depends upon whether or not that, you know, how much more that goes, like how much more common a mocap performance is going to be like one of those guys that gets an honorary. Yeah. And that's what I was going. I'm like, if that doesn't happen, it's going to be like 10, 15 years from now. And they'll give him an honorary Oscar for his performance of doing it, which is fine. He's done so much, but it's like honor the man now. Don't wait for him to be yeah. old and to yeah. honor him that's his baloney I mean he's yeah. got a good body of work to prove that he knows what he's doing and he's really good at job. it yeah. so do it now yeah. <laughs> right? don't do it later no no okay um 
Next is uh, achievement and sound edit, and sound mixing. Sorry, uh, the categories were uh, American Sniper, uh, Birdman, the unexpected virtue of ignorance. Uh-huh. I love that title. title. <laughs> um, uh, Interstellar, Unbroken, and Whiplash. Um, we both chose American Sniper just because you have to physically create the sounds yep. for the actual machinery and the actual explosions and everything, which makes sense. But um, with Whiplash winning, that also makes sense to me mm-hmm. because it's like it, when you actually look at all that stuff, you have to put all those sounds together, especially from a jazz perspective. Mm-hmm. At least for me, that makes sense because like you have to make sure that you're piecing whatever instrument is playing at that certain time. It's got to match up with whatever's being played as hard as the soundtrack. Right. Goes. Or what is ever being recorded. You got to make sure that all fits right. and makes sense and doesn't look like it's like, oh, these people aren't really playing their instruments. I still want to You got to make it look real. I really want to see Whip. I want to watch Whiplash. I have a version of it. Mm-hmm. I have it. I just haven't gotten around to watching it because I've been yeah. way too busy with stuff. But I want to, and I want to watch the Imitation Game, and I want to watch some of those movies. But it I, looks so good. Yeah. Like I've seen, like I watched a couple of trailers. Like after I found out it won. Well, then like I watched the Weird Al uh, thing that he did on College Humor, where they put him <laughs> in, where it's him and his accordion, and yeah. just, just like the whole like stopping him because he's too fast or too slow, too fast or too fast or too slow. Like that whole portion, yeah. I'm sitting there going, like I know this is the Weird Al one, but it made me just want to watch the actual movie because yeah. I'm like in. Because that's that's actually how jazz is. Yeah. Because it's like you have to be on top of your game right. every time that you play. And that that shown through for me. Mm-hmm. It's like I was watching it, it as like I know J.K. Simmons doesn't have a music background. Mm-hmm. And I know like most of these actors don't have a music background, but this calls to me immediately. So well done. So yeah. So that hit me. That hit home. That hit that home for hit me. Here. <laughs> that hit me where I live. <laughs> okay. Um, Are next. you enjoying your day with your father? <laughs> Sorry. Are you enjoying your <laughs> Oh, I know. I'm scary. I'm big and scary. Oh, God. I really want to watch this again. Um, okay. Next is achievement and sound editing. So. Indeed. Um, the categories were American Sniper, uh, Birdman, or the Unexpected oh, Virtue of Ingrid. I love that they had to say that every time. <laughs> I was like, just sitting there, just like, you could have just said Birdman. Oh, like, yeah. Because eh, eh. I'm pretty sure, because Birdman is how it's credited, I think, even on the DVD box in the yes, Blu-ray it box. It's yes, Birdman. It like, as soon, well, we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, um, The Hobbit, Battle of the Five Armies, Interstellar, and Unbroken. We both shows uh, have the Hobbit Battle of Five Armies because you actually have to create the sounds for everything and mm-hmm. giant battles and stuff. That's that's impractical stuff that you have to make. Right. Um, and we lost. And we both <laughs> lost. So uh, one for American Sniper. So I'm noticing a uh, a trend here, Colin. When mm-hmm. we both choose the same one, we're both wrong. <laughs> it's either I'm right or, or we're wrong. Both wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't win. Yeah. I don't. I don't win at all. Mm. I've only won so far while watching this. I've only won one award <laughs> yeah yeah and when it starts off with uh, the best supporting actor because it always does that yeah and i surprise lost that one i'm like 
All right, it's going to be this year, isn't <laughs> Here it? Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> I used to be good at that stuff. And oh. then, like, I was I was horrible. I'm horrible at all the technical stuff, too, yeah. which sucks. Um, okay. Uh, next one is best live action short film. I call bullshit on this one. <laughs> I call bullshit. Uh, Tatters are Aya. <laughs> oh, God. Now it's my turn to mess up everyone's names. Boogaloo. 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 Boogaloo and Graham. Butterlamp. 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 Oh, bullshit. Um, Butterlamp should have won. <laughs> Butterlamp should have won. It should have um, freaking won. And I heard, loved seeing it on the Oscars too. I was like, <laughs> Butterlamp. Butterlamp. <laughs> uh, Parvenet and the phone call. Um, I chose the phone call. Jeff Hasley chose Butterlamp. It I, should have been fucking I, Butterlamp. <laughs> just because of the title. I want it to be Oscar-winning film Butterlamp. I was like, I don't know about this film, but I love the title. I love the title. It's gotta win. I'm gonna make um, a movie, I'm gonna call it Butterlamp, and I'm going to make it win an Oscar. Um, I just chose uh, the phone call, and uh, knowing from the context of what it actually is about, yeah, it's like, yeah, that definitely should have won. See, and I still had no clue. <laughs> yeah. So, I had no clue so, about any of these movies. We're off to a great start. Yeah, that's the problem. Out of most of the films that were nominated, um, I saw Birdman. Yep. <laughs> uh, I saw uh, Dawn, I saw Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and Guardians of the Galaxy and X Men and Captain America. So like, I saw those movies. Like, but like, you saw like most of the visual effects stuff. Yeah, but like, but like, yeah, like I remember seeing that kind of like, oh god damn it, those are all really good films. Ironically, in that visual effects category, yeah. the movie that won is the only one of them I did not see. Yeah, that's really, and yet. Yeah, the one we chose is the one I did not see. see? So, <laughs> but it's like, like out of like the main films this year, I I have not really seen any of them. I still haven't seen any of them. Mm. So it's kind of like, all right, well, oh, well. <clears throat> um, okay, let's keep moving there. Um, best animated short film. Um, the categories are the bigger picture, mm-hmm. the dam keeper, feast, me and my molten, and a single wife. Um, I've actually got a chance to see all of these short films. That's cool. The, the animated short films. And they did a lot of like um, uh, highly considered or uh, really well acclaimed films as well. Um, like they did a duet that was by, um, why am I blanking on his name? Uh, Glenn Keane. Um, and they did, did a bunch of really good, really good shorts as well. But um, the one that won and the one that we both chose is Beast. Yes. Um, it's just that it's um, still has that same style as Paper Man. Did. Which did you not? Did you not say that it was by the same people? It's a, by the exact, same. Okay. It's by the same. I think it's by the same people. I don't know if it was written by the same people, but it is definitely that same style of animation that okay. was done. Because I remember us discussing that and me being just kind of like, all right, that should be probably the one that'll beautiful. win. <laughs> I mean, like I've seen it. It's beautiful and it has like and that's the thing it's like i want more disney films that are actually made in that style yeah because that is that is beautiful it's almost like it is really much that like that 2d and 3d type of element but it's more of it's still more of that 2d animation that you like you remember seeing especially Mm -hmm. watching as a kid especially when you look at winston the dog it's like oh that kind of reminds me like 101 dalmatians how they designed their dogs got it which i thought was great that's Although, cool 
I was watching, you know, you look at the Dam Keeper, and the Dam Keeper was actually a really interesting story. It was about this um, pig that was kind of singled out because his job was to make sure the windmill kept going, or else, like, all this dust and soot and everything would uh, overcrowd the town. And he was always really dirty, and uh, a lot of the kids made fun of him because he was dirty. Mm-hmm. Um and it's just one of those things that, like, everyone has their place sort of thing. And you shouldn't really bully people just because, you know, they're different or they have certain needs or something like that. Right. And it's, it was a great picture. I mean, I know Lindsay doesn't really feel that strongly about it, but <laughs> because it is it's a little sad, but it, it has a good message and it actually has a really good ending. But um, obviously Feast definitely deserved what it did. If you haven't noticed, I'm an animation major, so I'm really passionate about it. I can't tell at all. <laughs> I'm really passionate about this type of stuff. It's like, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Okay, um, next. Uh, achievement in production design. Uh, we have the Grand Budapest Hotel, Imitation Game, Interstellar, Into the Woods, and Mr. Turner. Uh, we both chose Grand Budapest Hotel. And... and- we won! Well, that one! Jeff's up to two if you're keeping track at home right now. <laughs> don't bother. Uh, don't bother. Why um, do we even care? Because we actually uh, we actually watched Grand Budapest Hotel, and you look at how every shot is set up and the actual the actual architecture of every structure and every scene in that movie is just beautifully crafted. Mm-hmm. It's very colorful. I don't know why is why that is, but yeah, it's fantastic. And then, but isn't that um, isn't that kind of the the Wes Anderson? It is style? very much the Wes Anderson type of thing. I mean, like I started pulling motifs. Like we watched a little bit of uh, the Royal Tenenbaums the other night, and it's just like, yeah, you can definitely tell. Like this is a Wes Anderson film, I right? Mean, he still uses miniatures to depict certain things, and. It just felt right. And I think it is like one of his best films to date, which is good. I know like a lot of people don't feel that strongly about him because it's a little quirky. It's Mm -hmm. weird, but they're good films. Oh, yeah. And that's the thing. And and I'm still trying to figure out why I'm not attracted to his movies i i honestly i i can't the say comedy, one way or the comedy is a bit dry right i will but say it's like that. i like british like i and i'm not saying i'm not saying it is british humor it's I'm similar not, but it's I'm like, actually similar to british humor i like i like british it. humor it, I, I like dry it, humor i actually call it smart humor mm-hmm. because it is like you like compared to like a dumb and dumber type of thing yeah. you actually have to think about what um, what uh, the jokes that are actually being mm-hmm. displayed and everything, um, like like from Royal Tenenbaums, it's just like I wrote a suicide note after I regained consciousness. It's like, can we read it? And it's like, no. Well, is it dark? Well, of course, it's dark. It's a suicide <laughs> note. Like like that type of stuff right. is. is fantastic and it's just the greatest. <laughs> it's a little bit dry, but they're fantastic jokes. Um. Yeah, I'm. I am curious about the Grand Budapest Hotel. Like, I kind of want to watch it. Yeah. I, I do want to kind of see. I think it. you. I think you should. Um, I highly recommend it. Um, but uh, I also like uh, uh, 
Life Aquatic with Steve Zissou. Mm-hmm. That's one of that was the first film that I actually saw of Wes Anderson's type of stuff, and I instantly fell in love with it. If I started watching like stuff like Rushmore or The Royal Tenenbaums right away, mm-hmm. I probably would have changed my whole perspective about film and storytelling and uh, visual effects and everything. We watched Royal Tenenbaums in college. Yeah, we watched that one for one of our one of my filmmaking classes. Yeah, and that was one of those that we watched it be, or. Storytelling, story writing. I think it was actually the writing class, yeah, um, or one of them like that. We watched it, and it was, it was, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay. Like, I, there's a very unique style to it. Like, I could yeah. tell because we did. We watched a bunch of movies. That was the same class we watched. Memento. No, sorry, uh, Magnolia, not Memento. We watched Magnolia. And, oh, uh, yeah. The Tom Cruise one and uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman and Julia Julianne Moore. Yes, Julianne Moore. Yes, I think so. But yeah, we watched that movie in that class too. It's right. like we watched like these different, very different styled movies in that class. And we're going to need to watch. And that was the first time I saw that, saw yeah. anything by him was yeah. in college. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I get it. I understand. Um, I yeah. If anybody actually it. gets into it, I would highly recommend Steve Zissou. Mm-hmm. Just because like one, it's Bill Murray. <laughs> you really can't complain about Bill you Murray. You really can't complain about no. Bill Murray. And he's in most of his movies anyway. Yep. And two, it's just, I think it's a fantastic it's a story about revenge which mm-hmm. is, is just fantastic <laughs> i'll check so, him out again i will I'd, look at him one I'd day like i'll i will personally sit down with you and watch uh <laughs> steve Zissou because it's it's one of my favorite movies right. i i cannot get enough of it okay um next one is achievement in music written for motion pictures or original song um everything is awesome from the lego movie yep. uh glory from selma grateful from beyond the lights uh i'm not gonna miss you from glenn camel i'll be fine and lost stars from begin again so i remember when we did the uh i, I make it sound like this was so long ago which kind of was a little bit when we did, it was when we did our month. last episode but it's like i, I just remember like on that episode of me finding the audio for gloria going, yeah nope it's gonna be that song yeah and guess what yeah it was Gloria. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was Gloria. Yeah. Sorry, not Gloria. Gloria. <laughs> it was glorious. Um, um, no, yeah. So it was Glory by uh, from Selma. Yeah. And it, it, it totally deserved it. It's I a very the, motivational type of thing. Yeah. I was also kind of laughing. I was like, well, if Chris Pine's crying about it, obviously it <laughs> obviously. has to win an Oscar. <laughs> it was, a, I mean, it's a beautiful song. It's a it's well a, done song. It's a and wonderful song. The performance they did from it was really good. And it, yeah. was, it, was, it was enjoyable. Yeah. The Everything is Awesome was kind of weird yeah which i i felt like and that's the thing like i was hoping it would be actually animated but then again we saw like they i think like the lonely island posted on instagram like hey we're at the oscars so it's like okay so it's gonna be a live performance yep and then it kind of just it it, what i what i feel like they did is i almost felt like they were well aware they weren't going to win Mm -hmm. so they're just like we're gonna do the most ridiculous over-the-top performance we're actually gonna get will arnett dressed up as batman to sing his like three lines in the song playing a guitar no totally just gonna do it yeah we're just we're gonna do it yep 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 because why because that's what happened (laughs) so that happened okay moving on uh achievement in music written for motion pictures or original score so grand budapest hotel for alexander desplat desplat 
<laughs> Imitation game for Alexander, Alexander Desplat. Desplat. <laughs> it's like, that guy, <laughs> swear to God, he had like a two out of five chance that he was going to he win. He was going to win. Yeah. The odds were pretty yeah. high against um, him. Interstellar, uh, Hans Zimmer for Interstellar, Gary Yersen for Mr. Turner, and the theory for... <laughs> Everything, Johan Johansson. I love that name so much. Um, we both chose Johan Johansson because I swear it his been that first one. name is in his last name, which means his that's fantastic. Which, uh, as everybody know, is the proper thing to judge a winner. Of. I think he's gonna win. I think he's gonna win. Why? I think he's gonna win. You think you think he was he composed the music really well? No, his no. first name is in his last name. Yeah, that's a great name. It's a great name. Yeah. He should win, so He's that way they can totally say his win. name more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Grand Budapest, I was up. Alexander Dustblatt won yeah. that night. It was like, oh my god, you have a... How many, like, one in four chance you're yep. not going to win? You're not going to win. Yeah. Guess what? You're going to win. Yeah. But it's like, and listening to that score, it's like, yeah, that kind of makes sense. It mm-hmm. actually fits. It fits the time period where it's it's a weird thing because Grand Budapest Hotel is like a flashback within a flashback within a flashback because it's a girl yeah it's really interesting it's a girl in 1980 reading a book that was written by a guy in 1960 which goes back to the 1920s or 40s wow (laughs) yeah so that's like it's she's reading the book about an author who's telling a story that he lived through another person who manages the the Grand Budapest Hotel. It's very confusing. My head hurts. Yeah. But <laughs> no, it's, no, no, it's I completely fantastic. get it. I completely get it. It's That's fantastic. Cool. That's a different approach to it. That's kind of interesting, yeah. too. Yeah. Well, it just makes me want to watch it more. Yeah, see, it's like, it's interesting because, like, you come, like, the story opens and, like, um, the author, like, comes to the hotel. Is a younger man coming to the hotel. Okay. And then... F- Finding out this story from the guy who actually manages the Grand Budapest Hotel. Okay. And telling his story of, like, this is how it once was. And this is how I became to own the actual place. Interesting. So it's an interesting story. And you think it'd be like, oh, my God, this is exhausting movie. Yeah. No, it's actually, it keeps it, it's really entertaining. It keeps it really <laughs> moving. And I really love it. Um, I'm intrigued. So there you go. Um, so Grand Budapest Hotel for one for that one. Um, coming right back to that uh, achievement in makeup and hairstyling. Bullshit. Uh, <laughs> uh, Fox. We uh, Foxcatcher Grand Budapest Hotel and Guardians of the Galaxy. I said Foxcatcher because the makeup on Steve Carell is almost unrecognizable. It makes him and see what I was worried about was that. And when I'm, I, I, there's a part of me that's kind of glad that it didn't win because that was the, if that was the sole reason that it was nominated and it won against the other films that it was up, that you know, the, what, yeah. what the other ones were, I guess I'd be a little, I don't know. I, I cause I mean, I feel like there was so much, there was so much like with guardians of the galaxy and I'm not yeah. saying it wasn't, I'm not saying no, that they, no, no, they no, didn't no, no. deserve it by all means. Like, yeah, I agree. Cause he does not look like Steve Carell at all. Mm-hmm. But like, if that was the sole reason, 
But by the <sighs> by the way, I love the the, the whole Neil Patrick Harris thing, like coming in, like interviewing all the the, the seat fillers. Yeah, it's just like, oh hey, are you having a great time? <laughs> yeah, I'm having a great time. It comes up to Steve Carell. It's like, what's your name? Hi, I'm Steve. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he totally just played yeah. into it. I was like, oh, it was great. I was like, who you're looking forward to see? I was like, oh, I'm really like that Edward Norton guy. I mean, he's so good, and he's, he's right he's over really there. there. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. See, like. I love I love when actors mess with each other, yeah. you know, kind of like like mess toy with each other, and it's yeah. like yeah, you're you like you know Steve Carell and Ed Norton are honestly at this point obviously yeah. are on equal you know level playing fields when it comes to the acting yeah. in Hollywood because they're both nominated for yeah. parts, but then it's like it's like those little moments where yeah. like he can still pretend to be kind of a yeah. dorky character and yeah. pretend that he's not actually Steve Carell, yeah. and I I love when actors can yeah. just so that's let Um so Grand Budapest Hotel won. Um, and here's the reason why. Um, <laughs> Tilda Swinton. Okay. That's that's the only reason I need. Okay. Because she looks like a 90-year-old woman <laughs> in that film. I was like, I, she's unrecognizable in that film. It's like, what is with Tilda Swinton these days? She's become a chameleon as far as stuff. We watched... Um, <laughs> We watched uh, Snowpiercer last night. Okay. And she's, again, unrecognizable <laughs> in that film. I'm like, that's still Tilda Swinton. She's very attractive in real life. Why does she look like she's 60? I need to look her up because I don't remember what she looks like now. Yeah. And, yeah, by the way, like, go watch Snowpiercer. Like, it's probably one of the best movies uh, I've ever yeah. seen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I forgot. Okay. Yeah. I totally know what she looks like now. Yeah. Just, I forgot that's what she looks like. <laughs> I mean, she's like in the movie for like two minutes, but it's like, oh my God, we're like, <laughs> and like everyone else too. I mean, like these people, they do, did a really good job as far as makeup goes. So, okay. Then you know so, what? Yeah. Then they're well-deserved. You know, yeah. I, I, I will take your, I'll take your word for it. I got to, like I said, once I, once I, and I have a feeling that this is going to be one of those where now that I know what it wins for, yeah. when I'm watching it, I'll sit there, I'll be kind of more critical to it and go, okay, yeah, I see why the music won. Okay. okay. I understand. No. Okay. I can see the makeup there. That that's a good example of it. Okay. Then, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, and like, the, again, like of the two big <clears throat> awards, Grand Budapest Hotel won for a lot of production design mm-hmm. and visual stuff. The whole technical side of yeah. stuff. There's a reason why that won, and that's it's a really beautiful film. On the other side, you know, with Birdman, it's a really good storytelling and directing. And Which is why like that, that. That's why, and that's it why a won. lot of those stuff won. Yep. So you see, like, the two spectrums of that. And yeah, both really good films. I agree. I agree. I liked Birdman. Okay. I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um, best foreign language film of the year. That's weird. Uh, <laughs> um, of the year. Adia. Uh, Leviathan, Tangerines, Timb- Timbuktu, and Wild Tales. Wow. That's, again, like every year when we do foreign films, it's just like, I don't know what this words <laughs> so are. We're going to do that one. We're going to make them up. <laughs> And I chose Timbuktu because it's Timbuktu. And I chose Dia because the story was actually sounded really fantastic. You know, are you seeing a uh, a a, a Dia? 
You see, like, I actually think, like, okay, this feels like the potential of actually winning something. Right. And you're just like, I think this sounds great. I do. Sometimes that works. Sometimes. All the time. Well, and it's because, honestly, when it came down to it, 2014 was the year that I did. Basically, I I had no knowledge. I have not. I did not see nearly any of the movies, any of the big yeah. movies that came out. I didn't look at any of the documentaries, any of the short films, any of the animated films like I did. I was basically off the radar when it came yeah. to movies yeah. except for like the big visual effects ones, the big yeah. action yeah. Che- you know, not cheesy, but like just like basically like the comic book movies were the only movies I really watched in 2014. Yeah. I saw a couple of the ones here and there, but it wasn't like previous years where it's like I would have seen every film that was nominated for best film or best director. It's like no i just did not in 2014 and i don't know if i'm just becoming more of a film snob mm-hmm. or i'm just really just enjoy film which is probably the latter um i just tried to see every potential film but yeah like, okay i feel like this film is actually going to be the one i just didn't have time that yeah. was half of my thing even yeah. with being unemployed or being freelancing for six months yeah the thing was then i also didn't have the money to spend on it so it's like That's i just true. it was one of the things that i just kind of cut out of yeah. my life was like well I don't need to go see. Well, the movie. I mean, that's the thing too. Like, I've had years where it's like I don't think I've seen a film yeah. at all this year. Um, like, I haven't seen anything yet this year. We're already into them, almost the end of March. I think we're, the last movie I saw was Kingsman, and that was it. Okay. See, I and wanted to see like Kingsman before, but and before that, I can't remember what the last yeah. movie was. I Birdman think it was, like was Birdman. the last movie I, I saw. Birdman was the like the last movie. Yep. 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 So it's been like for me, it's been like four and a half months since I've been to a movie theater. Yeah. And it's like, nah, well, mm-hmm. well, I'll find um, a movie that I like one of these. Okay. Achievement uh, in film editing. We have American Sniper, Boyhood, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel, Imitation Game, and Whiplash. Uh, I chose Boyhood. Um, and you chose Whiplash. And I win! And, which would make sense, because you spend most of your job actually doing that. And it did make me feel better <laughs> as a film yeah, what, editor. What I, was, what I thought was like, well, I have to give it to him. That is his job. So <laughs> It did re- reaffirm, and I'm pretty positive I even tweeted it, or I posted yeah. it on Facebook or something. It, yeah. it was nice to reaffirm that I knew... Having not seen the movie, but seen clips and yeah. seen portions of it to judge the editing that was done in it, yeah. to know that, yes, that film will win for best editing yeah. because of the way that I have seen parts of it shot or edited. I think it goes into the same <laughs> argument with uh, sound editing. It's like you got to make sure that everything lines up and oh, looks yeah. correct. Oh, yeah. Because the Especially problem is, is that. Why? <laughs> You're disgusting. <laughs> so, honesty time, I kind of forgot you guys were recording because I'm sitting here listening to other things. Uh. I forgot you were here. Sorry. You're Fine, Lindsay. Awful. <laughs> anyway, um, so, whip- so having Whiplash 1 win for that type of stuff, right? That, like, that makes complete sense. Oh, yeah. I'm very, and I, I, I again, again. I, you you should have won that I, one. Like that I would have been, sense. I would have probably gone into work the next day, or I would have just tweeted Ryan, my boss, and then just been like, "Hey, I'm not coming uh, into work today." I feel like I don't know anything because I, I I did not pick whip. I could not tell what film was going to win best editing, so uh, I'm just going to leave. Uh, you guys can do the editing from now on. Bye. I'm out because I just Bye. am not worthy enough to know. All right. Um, <laughs> 
Next is best documentary short subject. Uh, Crisis Line, Veterans, Press One, uh, Joanna, Our Curse, The Reaper, and White Earth. You picked Joanna. I did. I read Crosses Hotlights Veterans Press One. That just felt like a gripping title to me. <laughs> For those of you playing at home right now, yeah. Jeff's up to three. Yeah. Colin's at I don't care. Because <laughs> Colin just, has already I've won already. Let's just let's just let's just I mean, how many have you won at this point? And we're like we're what? Bunch. We're n- we're only oh, halfway bunch. through. I have won three. I win a total of seven. <laughs> yeah, I won like twelve. Yeah. And you won seven. Yeah. I won seven. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Okay, I'm obviously not going to win this year's yeah. awards. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, you know, I know in the past we've always done kind of like this slow buildup. Yeah. And like this anticipation of whether or not did I win, did you win? No, come on, guys. Seriously. <laughs> it was a Colin won was the a back full half. sprint for yeah. me. Colin sprinted off the whole time. I didn't hear the gun go off. <laughs> um, I kind of took a couple steps Jeff forward, questioning whether Jeff, or not we're still running. Jeff didn't get off the blocks right no. away. He was still just eating his Rice crispy bar while eating he was that. still... <laughs> yep. Uh, shoes weren't even on yet. Shoes weren't even tied. Gun was fired ages ago. He's still ago. in his sweats right now. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, we're running? We're running? Oh, no. At this point, because I got three and we're halfway through, yeah. I'm probably acknowledging that I I should so get ready. the sweats are being stripped off right yes. now. Rice crispy treat thrown into the grass. Yes. And that's where I we are my paper. with the running <laughs> metaphor that we decided to go for yeah. for some reason in this portion. <laughs> yeah. So uh, next is uh, best documentary feature. Okay. Um, Citizen Four, Finding Vivian Meyer, Last Days in Vietnam, The Salts of the Earth, and Virginia. Virunga. Virunga. We'll go with Virunga. Um, <laughs> we both said Finding Vivian Meyer. Um, Citizen Four won because... You know, illegal shit makes kind of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Sorry, I don't have much to talk about for the no, show. No, I really the, the don't. Features, uh, moving on. Uh, achievement in <laughs> directing. Uh, Birdman and the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Which I'm positive I wanted to vote for, but this was one of those. Me too. This was one of those where it's like, no, it uh, like, probably As we're be. getting up towards the list, yeah. I was like, God, these are a bunch of ones that like, I knew for sure. Birdman was just a surprise to me because yeah. I didn't think the Academy would legitimately award a film like that with all of these. Yeah. I felt like it was a oh we should nominate them but we're not actually like, going to vote that's for the thing of like i've talked about it. it's like it's technically a comic book film yeah a comic book one won a bunch of awards yeah it was just hidden to be yeah. not a comic yeah. book film yeah so, um so yeah boyhood we both chose boyhood yep because it, you know i feel you, like we were justified there was a good justifiable reason yes. why yep um, you know, and then you look at Foxcatcher, Grand Budapest Hotel, Imitation Game. I mean, these are good films, but those two, Boyhood and uh, Birdman, yeah. that just felt like you watch that film to get one shot going for two hours. Right. And then and and, and it, it works. And I understand why Birdman won by all means, because, yes, as the director, you have to. Mm hmm. 
have you have to be in control of all of these aspects of the 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 acting of the filming of the you know the way that the camera guy works and then when yeah. it comes down to the editing you have to be behind that helping you know like yeah. make sure that the edits yeah. are right like little like there's a there's so much make sure the music is correct for it. like there's a lot of little things that or a lot of big things that the director does have to do yeah so it does make sense that he won for it because yeah of all the work that was going behind well, it. it was like the other thing there's like i was thinking about it like the dionys the giant dionysus mm-hmm. of the entire movie itself is actually really interesting it's just um like you think it's like oh that's just part of the soundtrack no there's a legit guy playing drums, playing drums a couple times yep. in that film. This is just like <laughs> you, in the you really feel like <laughs> like you're immersed into this world. We'll get more into that as we go along this list. Okay, achievement in costume design. Um, Grand Budapest Hotel, Inherent Vice, Into the Woods, Maleficent, and Mr. Turner. We both saw this in the woods. Yeah. I and really that, thought that was going to win. And that makes sense. But like, but again, going back to Grand Budapest, mm-hmm. Hotel, luxurious outfits and everything and just fit the film so well. And I almost had that one yeah. chosen and I changed my mind. I convinced you. I know. To change and it. I was just like, I again, really should stuck with my guns. Again, Colin. Yeah. When we both choose the same film, we yeah, lose. The uh, directing and costume design. Yeah, just note that. Yeah. Oh, and what the? Did you say that? Did you say the Finding Vivian Meyer too? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. When we both choose the same one, we lose. Was well, it like uh, that was the other thing? Like Citizen Four. Like I felt like that one was gonna win. Was this, like no? Jeff convinced me that Finding Vivian Meyer was the one. That was I am a horrible person. Oh, I'm good at convincing terrible. people to go the way that they shouldn't go. Apparently, uh, you're terrible. <laughs> Okay, um, Chibin cinematography. Um, this is where it breaks. This, in all fairness, yeah, this is where the whole. Because did you not vote? Did we not do the same one? No, we did do the same. Okay. One. Um, um, because this was see, the no was like brainer. Grand Budapest Hotel. Idea, um, Mister Mister Turner, Unbroken. We both chose uh, Birdman and the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. Uh, and it was I have like to say that every time you do. You um, do. It's required. You really do. Um. Just because, like, you look at that film and editing and getting every tracking shot to feel like a tracking shot. Yeah. The, a, to, to show the passage of time by yeah. using the hallway. Yeah. And, like, just going down a hallway, and that actually is helping and to represent. Following, and also following certain characters. I thought yeah. was really an interesting dialogue as well. Plus, there was a lot of shots where they had to, you know, they shot it in a way, but then they, and this is kind of outside of cinematography this is yeah. back going to visual effects but like there's a shot there's a bunch of shots where they had to remove the cameras yeah completely yeah because like that one where they're there in was, the, the dressing room yeah, and they're there's in a mirror front of shot. his mirror I was thinking, yeah well I, I watched it again actually and I was thinking it was like oh my god they had to remove the camera for yeah. that shot yeah <laughs> the problem was is in the theater because I always I always watch visual effects you do you, you actually like intently watch the, yep. like, to see if they actually remove the camera yep or not. and I'm sitting there in the movie when Joe and I went and saw it I'm watching it and I got distracted from what was happening in the scene because I'm staring at the mirror the entire time going so okay so they had they must have had a blue screen set up right in front of the camera so there was less that they had to remove you know like they, they had to do matting you know like i'm trying i'm in my head i'm trying to figure out how are they accomplishing yeah, that shot, shot. yeah you're in shot mode <clears throat> yeah that. i'm not i'm not which sucks because then the scene's over with and i'm like i have no idea what just happened <laughs> what were they talking about attention way too I, much. I was paying attention to the background that no one's supposed to be looking at yeah um so okay um we win. Right, so we both win yay, yay! jeff's up before 
I have now got the pants on, <laughs> left shoe on, right shoe being tied. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, next one is best animated feature. This film one blew me year. away. Um, did it really, Jeff? I was surprised. I was legitimately surprised. <sighs> okay, I'll get my argument. Um, the categories were Big Hero Six, Box Trolls, How to Train Your Dragon Two, Song of the Sea, and The Tale of Princess Cog. Gagoya? I don't have no Gagoya. That's the one I voted for. Gagoya. Gagoya. Right shoe like, still which, being put by on. By the way, I gotta mention, um, <laughs> Hayao Miyazaki got yep. an honorary Oscar yep. this year, which I thought was brilliant. I thought they were gonna make more of a production of it, which was made me kind of sad. It was like, this man has made fantastic animated films. But see, you're an animated up, person. You should put him up in a higher pedestal. That's, well, that's why. No, but here's the thing. Like, the guy who did... Um, Stories like uh, Shot in the Dark, uh, Pink Panther, and stuff like that. They give him like a whole montage before mm-hmm. they award him his award. I just remember that year. It was just like, oh, they're going to do the same thing for Hayao Miyazaki. I mean, great. And it was just like this two minute segment. It's like, yeah, we had this one other party and we just honored the other people there. <laughs> I'm like, this is bullshit. <laughs> Animation sadly gets pushed down. It really, it's, it gets it forgotten really about. Does. No I'm one cares. Glad, but but here's the thing. I'm glad in the past couple of years that they've actually been recognized as their own separate category. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, finally we have animated films, and these are these are fantastic movies of storytelling right. and everything. But um, I chose How to Train Your Dragon. You chose the Princess. tale of Princess. Yep. Yeah. Because I really is. I really expect. And see, again, this was me attempting to read the Academy, which I failed at this year. Yeah. Because in my head, I'm like, they're gonna go for the artsy here's, film. Here's the thing. No offense to it. The they're reason, gonna go to the artsy film. The reason why Big Hero Six won is it's because of Disney. Disney has not lost um, an Academy Award. When it was nominated for it, ever since if it's nominated, it instantly wins. A couple of years ago, Brave was nominated. Right. I didn't think that was that great of a film, no. and it still won. I, I will still agree with that. Brave is just not. I just don't think it's that good of a movie. So the, you can tell that's just the credibility that goes yeah. behind these types of it's films. It's who makes it. Yeah. Which then the thing though that that like part of me worries. You could, or part of me, you can thinks you could argue that that is okay. Is it because it's Disney, or is it because it's Disney and they have a more specific like the films have to be done this way and made I like this i think it's that i'm i want it to be that more than just yeah. the fact that oh well that's a disney movie so well we that's the other thing to. too is like it's i think it's also <clears throat> the academy too it's like no one's actually gonna go see a dreams work film as much yeah. they don't have as higher credibility as they, they used to they disney did for a does. while when disney kind of was well, I mean, I guess it was Pixar and Dream. It was Pixar. Pixar, well, Pixar started it. But Pixar wasn't doing as well as it used to be. Right. Yeah, really, Pixar's kind of slowed down a bit. They've kind of slowed down. But, you know. But now they're, they're also part of the whole Disney animation thing. So, like, half the time, those those Disney animation films So, you get, like, a Disney film, actual like, Pixar. every year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's the Pixar people. It's just not yeah. the Pixar, like, brand styling yeah. and like but it's a lot of the same animators the same writers the same directors you know john lasseter still produces almost every disney animated film that comes out yeah like he's some producer in it so like he like the pixar he mind is there yeah. but it's not 
always, yeah. which yeah. kind of sucks. Yeah. And that's how I think that's half the reason why. But it's like, I haven't seen Big Hero 6, so I can't really tell. Oh, Big Hero 6 was a, is a really good movie. Okay. Don't get me wrong. Okay. I enjoy it. It's a very fun film. It's got action to it. It's funny. Like, it's a good movie. But that's why I was surprised that it won because I, again, I just, I assumed based upon the way the Academy works, it would have been one of the other films. It would right. not have been Big Hero 6. Yeah. Now, yeah, I had seen it already by the time that it, uh, the uh, the Oscars were done. So, okay. yeah. So when, when it won, I think I actually verbally went, holy crap, no way. Yeah. I'm like, good for them. Awesome that they won. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm like, so really? <laughs> Marvel cannot lose. Nope. Marvel, Marvel cannot lose. Cannot lose. I am waiting for. They've won it. They've won it. They have technically won an Oscar. Yes. So they cannot lose. Now at this point, I am waiting for like Damn one it. of the Captain America films to be nominated for Best Picture. Wait, <laughs> just oh, just wait. <laughs> like, like I'm waiting for Civil War to be nominated. I don't think Civil War will be nominated, <laughs> but that'd be really funny. Wouldn't if it be funny? Won. Civil War has has eight Academy Award nominations. Robert Downey Jr. is nominated, <laughs> nominated for, best, for supporting. best Supporting Actor <laughs> in Captain America: Civil War. <laughs> what is this? Be like, okay. okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, great. I'm, I'm okay. I I'm on really board. Don't feel like that should be a movie that should be named in that category. But if they, uh, if right. they are, and oh look, it won. Huh. huh. Okay. Oh, well. That's awesome. Well, um, that, you know, kind of erases Tropic Thunder off his yeah, <laughs> off did his we, nomination uh, thing. <laughs> did we, uh, did the, did the nerds completely take over uh, the Oscar? Did we, did I, we I kill all the Academy so. people? I would think, oh yeah, by the way, <laughs> Zoolander 2. Yeah. Making me so happy. I, I want to see that. I love how they announced it. How they announced it, really. Like, that's how you start off on the right foot. And that's brilliant. And that is perfect. I could not have, I could not picture any other way to announce the next yeah. movie than just to have them be in character I'm, at the actual yeah, and that's the thing like like Ben still has been saying it's like I've been working on it for a while it's just it's like it's just gotta feel right right I just want to make and he's been like he's said like I've been working on this for a while and I just want to make sure the skip's really good before we start shooting yep. and actually making the film and the crazy thing is, is when was Zoolander wasn't that not like 12 years that ago like 2000 I okay think. so even longer yeah Seeing them both, seeing both him and uh, uh, Colin. No. Oh. Luke. No. Owen. Owen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson. Like Colin Wilson. I'm like, that's not right. That's why well, I stopped. Well, there is like another brother. Yeah, I know. And definitely it's, not Colin. not Colin. <laughs> <laughs> but no, like seeing them both in makeup, I'm like, oh, okay. They still look like they, I mean, yeah, Ben Stiller looks a little older. They both look a little they older because it's been little, 15 years. But I think like if I remember hearing like kind of like a summary of what the script was about, because mm-hmm. I think, um, doesn't it deal with them being older? Like, isn't yeah, that it's just them coming to terms that like, okay, they're not as young as they used to be as far as fashion models go and like how the fashion industry has changed since then. 2001. Yeah, and the next one comes close. out in 2016. Yeah, so yeah, a 16 15 year, year yeah, 15 gap years gap between the first that. and the second, yeah. which is nuts. But that just means again that it wasn't a movie done just out of it's not a sequel done just out of the sheer desire or the sheer studio requirement. You have to make another one of these. Yeah. You have to make another one of these. Yeah. Like I like if there's a good story and if it does, if it deals with them being older and, and coming to thing, grips. And that's the great thing, like, perfect. Ben, ben Stiller does some fantastic writing. Yep. I mean like look at the 
I don't know what I can't really list them. Like, what are the films that he's actually done? I mean, Tropic Thunder and Zoolander are the two films that actually stick out in my mind. Right for the ones that he what like wrote that he or wrote. directed. He wrote. Let's look here. He wrote ten films. Yeah, Tropic Thunder was the last one that he did. Yeah, and then Zoolander. Yeah, yeah that was the only two movies that he wrote. Yeah. And I love oh both of those movies. Oh my god, you wrote for Saturday Night Live? Apparently one episode in 1987. That's not bad. <laughs> the Charlton Heston, <laughs> Witten Marsalis. Okay. Huh. Uh, that's curious. That's uh, interesting. I didn't know that at all. Um, <laughs> yeah, oh, I knew about the, the Ben Stiller show. And then show. the Ben Stiller show. But Which, like I liked his, the Ben Stiller show. That was But funny. his movies are fantastic. Yeah, he um, needs to write more. He does need to write more. I mean, like, the last movie I think I know that he did, besides the Night of the Museum, was... Um, right. He did... I forgot he directed The Cable Guy. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. And see, that's the other thing, too. Like, he's directed some really good films. Oh, he also directed that episode of mm. SNL. So he wrote and directed. Wow. Wow, that's that's crazy. So yeah, like we need to give him more credit than he actually does. Yeah, needs. he needs he needs more, and that's just, then you know, hey, if he's slowly getting into it, great. Yeah, that's fine. At least I mean, he's like, doing here's the it. Thing, like Walter Mitty was a good film, mm-hmm. but I don't think how they told the story didn't feel like a Walter Mitty film. True. Okay. Like if you're gonna call it Walter Mitty, do Walter Mitty. Don't try to make it into an invention. Like do the type of stuff and then make it into an adventure film. Right. Because that's basically what they tried to do. Right. So. By the way, I just love that the photos that are on the uh, Zoolander IMDb <laughs> page right brilliant. now are just the photos of them at yeah. the actual walk. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. And we are on to the big ones. Um, performance by the actress in the supporting role. So, uh, Patricia Arquette's uh, Leah... Laura Dern, uh, Kira Knightley, Emma Stone, and Meryl Streep. Who did you choose, Colin? I chose Patricia Arquette. I chose her as well. Yes. And, and we win. And she won. That makes completely sense. I'm up to five. Yeah. Shoes are both on. <laughs> I am prepping to run. Okay. I'm realizing that I need to get down on the ground, do that whole like sprint off thing, oh, like that whole thing. Yeah, yeah, with the blocks. Yeah. But, 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 but no running yet. No, I am, no I am ready to go. No running. Meanwhile, Colin, Colin is almost at the finish line. <laughs> yeah, I'm like three quarters of the way around yes. already. I am just prepping to go. <laughs> I am. I am there. I am feeling that I need to run now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, performance by an actress in a leading role. So Marion Cotillard for two days, one night. Uh, Felicia. Felicity Jones for The Theory of Everything, Julianne Moore for Still Alice, uh, Roseman Pike for Gone Girl, and Reese Witherspoon for Wild. Now, here's the thing about Reese Witherspoon's, uh, like, you know how they do the clips before each actress is yep. named? I feel like they could have done a better performance for Reese Witherspoon, because they just come in and it's like, oh, we donated her corneas, and it's just like, she's dead, and she comes in and she just screams, and that's the <laughs> clip. <laughs> like, Done. And we're done. Like, guys, you could have picked some, you know, like an actual better like performance of besides her no. just no, no, her just screaming. Yep. And coming into an operating room screaming. It's perfect. Uh, I apologize. Uh I miscounted. Um Did you really? I'm at seven now. That was the last oh. one. That, I, that was the last one that I won. Oh, so you're starting to run. Um, and... I have already started running and fallen on the ground. Oh, God. 
and am now reaching for that Rice Krispie bar that I threw into the grass earlier because it's like, well, I'm done. Well, that actually, uh, funny, funny thing that it's actually somewhat of a true story for me. Oh, oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Not yeah. the Rice Krispie thing, but oh, uh, 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 all fallen. Uh, yeah, uh, middle school. Uh, gun go- went off. It was raining. Gun went off. I fell down. So excellent. <laughs> Way to start. Oh, and that was like one of my first races. Too. So it's like, oh, I'm done. Uh. Yeah. So, at this point on out, uh, I am done. I have won all the so, awards that I won. I did not get any of the actors yeah. except for Patricia Arquette. Yeah. Which I'm glad that she won because, you know, she did a good job. I hadn't seen the film, but again, and what's weird is that that movie and is all the hype that they made about the film and then like all the technical aspect of them making it over the years and all that stuff. Yeah. And the only award that it won was her yeah. acting. Yeah. No direct uh, spoiler. No best picture. Nothing else. Yeah. It just won. It was nominated for a ton of them, but it did not win anything else. Yeah. Which I'm I'm I'm. I'm happy about because then at least again, it wasn't just the whole we're going after the big, you know, technical. Oh, it's a gimmick. Oh, great. Look, you know, they're, they, you know, it because it was a film that they took over 10 years or 15 years to film or 10 years to film 10, 12, 12. Um, I don't know. It took a while to film, you know, like it wasn't just that time. Yeah. Yes. It wasn't just be like, oh, because it took a long time, we need to award it. You could argue though that. Birdman, you could technically say the same thing for that. Well, it won because it's a gimmick, because it's the long camera shot. You could argue it, you know, up and down, but I, I feel like it deserved it. When it, it comes to what when it, it, what it down, wins, yeah. When it comes down to it, it's, it, it's performance <clears throat> and story. Yep. Um, and you for that one, you chose Roseman Pike for Gone Girl. Still have nightmares about that. And uh, I chose Julianne Moore for Still Alice because there's, oh, I don't know, for something about early onset Alzheimer's. Yeah. And and that's the thing is when I saw that she won, yeah. I did that moment where I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah I gotcha. Yeah. I understand. Yeah, that like, makes I'm sense. not going to argue that, oh, God, no, she should not have won. It is just like, no, okay. Because they did. They show the clips. And that was the first of the clips I had ever yeah, seen from it. And me I went, too. oh. Okay, yeah, yeah she's yeah. going to win. And then she won, and I'm like, yep, okay, mm-hmm. good job. I'm just going <laughs> to sit over job. here. Good job, everyone. I'm just, I, I'm sorry when I say that I'm not going to be utterly terrified of Julianne Moore's character for the rest of my existence. Yeah. Um, I feel like uh, Gone Girl <laughs> character <laughs> very much Pike, so however. is like is like a Norman Bates. But here's, but here's the thing. Like, I've seen her in uh, The World's End, and she's completely normal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, you seem like a nice girl. And then you see this movie. Like, oh, shit. How about, see, the first movie I ever saw her in was, the like, one of her first big films, yeah. which was Die Another Day. Oh. she's the Bond villain girl. Oh. She's like, I don't even remember what her character name is in it, but like, that's how I know her. Me neither. I don't remember her in that movie at all. She gets stabbed in the heart with a knife. Oh, on the big. I just remember the diamond shape thing. Dude, oh yeah, yeah. And Halle Berry. And That's Halle Berry. And, in all fairness, those and, are the two things ice, you should remember. And an ice thing, and then it's just like we have this satellite that reflects the sun, and it burns it everything. Burns things. I'm like, oh my god, can this be a more cheesier Bond film than and anything else? It's 
sheer proof like that is exactly the reason why they like, rebooted we should it stop because <laughs> it's like the whole point of the bond movies up until up until casino royale prior yeah. to casino royale for the first 20 was that each one that came out it got to this point where they had to top the yeah. previous film yeah and and, and not entirely because yeah because if you listen to mm-hmm. you know uh james bonding they make a really good point about it yeah. that it's 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 one of those where every so many films like every like four or five or six movies they go too far and then kind of do a reset and like they scale back yeah and then they build themselves up again they get too ridiculous and then they kind of step back yeah, i was again. watching um um because it was on tv russia with love and i was mm-hmm. like watching it and i was like oh wow all those gadgets seem really practical yeah and really simple like that doesn't seem like out of the ordinary no her russia with love works totally yeah. like it's still like oh okay because yeah, that kind of reminded me of skyfall it's just like here's a gun here's a radio yep all you need what do you want you want gadgets you want me to put something in your pen like yeah. you know no you don't need any of that crap no, like because it's like because i was introduced to uh the bond era's thing with pierce brosden yep, I was that's like, how i got into it like this is ridiculous why do you need any of this stuff and i, I got into them in those and then i went back to watch all of them mm-hmm. and I liked Roger Moore. I liked a view to a kill mm-hmm. before I even liked Christopher Walken. I liked a view to a kill. And like now as an adult, I'm like, God, that movie is ridiculous because of Christopher Walken. And, yeah. you know, and like, like I, they're, they're all, they're all ridiculous they're in all a good right. way. They're yeah. all ridiculous. Yeah. And I love them all for very Sorry, different reasons. Are you hating on from Russia with love right now? No. Oh, okay. No, no, we're doing the opposite. Oh. Yeah. We were talking about how much we love it okay. and how good it was. Okay. How practical? No, 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 no. By the no, no. way, Spectre. No, the gadgets are awesome. Well, well. We do you want to talk about Spectre later? We or? need to talk about Spectre before the end of the podcast. Okay. And then oh, uh, we'll we'll bring it up. No, 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 no. We're going to talk about Spectre. We're going to talk about Spectre. And then we'll, then we'll, we probably should we wrap probably it should up. We probably should wrap it up. Because we're already over an hour. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, next, um, performance by an actor in supporting role, um, Robert Duvall, yep. uh, Ethan Hawke, uh, Edward Norton, uh, Mark Ruffalo, and J.K. Simmons. Um, funny that, uh, both, uh, people who were nominated, uh, played the Incredible Hulk. Yes. <laughs> I do like that. It's like, oh. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Interesting that the Hulks are going that's up against I- each other. Ironic. <laughs> um, you chose Edward Norton for Birdman. I chose J.K. Simmons for Whiplash. And, and after that clip, yeah. yeah. Oh, and that's the thing is that like, and again, it's one of those where once I saw him it's as the character, terrifying. I'm like, oh, no. Because yeah. I'm like, that's not J.K. Simmons. That's yeah. not who I know J.K. Simmons is. And that's when I realized, oh, you won for that. And okay. when he won the Oscar, I thought it was so brilliant. <laughs> What did he do? Did he? Uh, no. Uh, well, what he did was just like, hi, um, like, thanks to like my wife, my kids, like, call your like. Oh, people, yes. Call your parents. Call your parents. That's what he said. Call your parents. Like, don't text them. Don't email it. Just call your parents. Yep. Tell me you love them. Just do that. I was like, that is awesome. That's that's, that's, right. that's a great message. Yep. <laughs> and then Neil Patrick Harris was, he won an Oscar. <laughs> I was like, that <laughs> is priceless. It's priceless and perfect. Because <laughs> it's like, yep. Yep. That man. The, I wonder if I wonder if his rates went up for uh, oh. <laughs> for State Farm. Oh. <laughs> you think State Farm? No, farmers. You think farmers. they all just they all just what was it? Farmers. farmers. Oh, farmers, farmers, insurance. farmers insurance. That's right. Not State Farm. Yeah. Farmers. Um. Do you think his? You think his rates went up now? You think? You think Probably. his manager's like, ah, uh, like, oh. guys, we need to uh, we need to charge you more for him. Yeah. 
he is an Oscar winning actor. Uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> it calls. Yeah. Maybe they have to pay for polishing the, the Oscar. Yeah. Anywho, <laughs> actor in a leading role, uh, actor in a leading role, Steve Carell, Bradley Cooper, Bennett Cumberbatch, uh, Michael Keaton and Eddie Redmayne. Bullshit. But I completely understand. I completely agree. agree. We both said, uh, Michael Keaton. Oh, I Keaton. wanted it to win so bad. There's that I moment know. where I'm like, guys, Michael Keaton might actually sorry, win an Oscar. But like what convinced me? What convinced me? It's like, dude, man, I'm a fucking actor. Yeah. It's like, yes. it's like they're just words. All you have is just words. I'm fucking actor i was like yes i'm like michael keaton you are amazing and i was i was so hoping when i saw birdman winning more and more i'm like oh come on give it to him he might actually oh and then i jinxed it when i heard about it it was just like well that makes sense and again looks like it looks and sounds like stephen hawking and again yep brilliant it's another one of those where it's like all right yep Yep. nope and i'm like i i if 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 Michael Keaton was not going to win, I am glad that he won. I yeah. completely am glad yeah. that he won instead because that 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 yes yes good call okay. Academy okay uh, best picture finally uh, American Sniper Birdman Boyhood Grand Budapest Hotel Imitation Game Selma Theory of Everything and Whiplash which one did you choose I chose Boyhood hey guess what so did I <laughs> oh, and guess what <laughs> because um, again I'm like no Birdman, the Academy is going to do that virtue of ignorance. I was or best picture, and I was so glad it I won. I was so glad it won too. So glad it I won. I was excited. I was set back. I'm like, holy crap! Wait a minute. What? What? Wait. Yeah. Wait. Wait. It actually won. It right. actually it won best picture. No. It no. Okay. No. 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 Okay, Academy, you're weird this year. Yeah, I'm happy with this though. I'm not gonna complain. Yeah, but then really, but like really, when you watch the film, and I watched it again, and. I'm going to have to say this now. It's one of my Desert Island films. Oh, interesting. It's that, it's that like, good. I came out of the theater that night. It was like, I don't have to watch another movie ever again. <laughs> like, I'm okay with this. Being and the, I'm okay uh, with one. this because this, it, it's such a good film. Really, yeah. when you sit down and we think about it, but it's still so strange and still leaves a lot of questions about it. I mean, like there's that such a, but that's I'd good. Still, then. I'm still sitting there, kind of going like, "Is it still in his head? Is it not?" I mean, like, I, the one thing that I think about is like, okay, there's the taxi driver that comes in mm-hmm. after he lands after from flying, but then there's also the guy in the street with the l- lamp, and he's making the whole speech out in the street, and he and he turns to um, Regan. And it goes like, oh, I'm sorry. Was I was overacting. Was that too much? Was that too much? Mm-hmm. I'm thinking it was like, well, was that in his head? Right. Because it's, it's this whole performance type of thing. And it's like, is this whole movie really just performing in his head? And like, then you, you could argue with that then that the ending of the movie is, that it, is, is, is just him still like envisioning and playing out in his head the way that he would end it. Yeah, like okay, this is how I would do it. This is where yeah. I would go, this and that's is the, way the thing is like this, like how he would be picturing his daughter's reaction, right. Of him, because that's the thing is like, did he actually jump out the window? Did he actually not? Spo- spoilers, first of all, yeah. Um, did he actually jump out the window or not? Right. Like, did he actually try to commit himself? Uh, try to commit suicide again? And it's also that theory too, like you know. As he's sitting there, he's like, is this really what you've wanted? This is always what you've wanted, mm-hmm. right? 
And it's like now that he actually has that recognition, does he really want to keep it? Right. I mean, he literally blew his own. No- he almost tried to commit suicide. Right. Trying to make this play work. And as 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 having some time separated from it and like looking at it and having it looking at more like, OK, there's a lot of stuff in his head. There's a lot of kind of fantastical elements thrown into the mm-hmm. movie. My original concept of the ending was that, OK, no, it's it's weird that. There's no actual ending. He should have it should the movie should have ended with him again, spoilers, whatever. It should have ended with him being like shooting himself, you know, on the stage. Yeah. The end of the end of the movie, camera pans up, credits roll. Yeah. That's the end. Because from a narrative, from like from a standard narrative, that is how the movie would have ended because that was him sacrificing. Like when you and look at that being, shot, yeah. Even when you look at that shot too, it's just they keep it on for so long right it's like that could have felt like the ending yeah and like i understand yes that should have been the ending in my head originally but going back now again i know they didn't have the ending originally when they started when they started filming the movie they were cut that whole ending was done kind of separately Hmm. everything in the hospital but and at a later date but it um because this movie was like filmed in like a month yeah i think it still works though with that kind of an odd ending because you have to break it from it's not just a normal narrative you have to look at it from the point of view of yeah there's these weird fantastical in his head moments throughout the entire movie that they never explain they don't explain him flying around New York Mm. really they don't you're kind of left to make an an assumption of okay so it was in his head you know he he Bobby he you know he might have been like running around New York but he was never actually flying obviously and then so when the ending comes that is like you said it's all just still more in his own head we just never saw the moment where it picked up after yeah he got out of that you know that yeah. moment in his head i mean like you think about that 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 scene especially like you hear sirens and everything mm-hmm. like you, you think that he actually jumps out the window but it could still be in his but head. then but then that's the thing it's like he's still in the hospital so obviously there's gonna be sirens and, yeah and uh, ambulances everywhere how do you explain the giant robotic dragon bird yeah, thing you, can't, you know like you can't you can't really explain that <laughs> right so it's it's meant to like make you just kind of go okay like, especially like we've talked about this before like the guy you, you're open right away well obviously you open right away with that quote which, oh yeah which is an impactful kind of thing but then you see regan floating above the ground yep and you're utterly this is already something that's uncanny and yet you can't really explain it, but you're kind of drawn into it and you go with it throughout right. the rest of the film. And when all of that weird stuff actually starts happening, you don't really question it no. right away. Like going back, like you could look back at it and going, OK, it was kind of weird that that happened or that yeah. this scene happened. And yeah. Like, but it it you don't need to because there is you you and that's why the ending of him just shooting himself. And that's where the movie ended would not have just worked if that was the ending. Yeah, because that's too real of an ending for Mm -hmm. a movie that had odd fantasy elements to it. You can't have an act like a normal. Yeah. Oh, he killed himself. Okay. Like, yes, from a certain point of view, you feel like, like I said, I felt like that. Yes. You could feel that's how it should end. uh, should have ended. But in reality, you you can't have that real ending. You have to have an off put because you came into the movie with kind of a off odd thing. So, so to end it with such a normal type of ending. Yeah. 
You would have had to cut all the dramatic or all the fan, uh, fantastical elements out of the movie yeah. in order for and that ending to be the dramatic yeah. ending. And to I have think, it to work. I think having that hospital scene actually ties the whole movie together. I yep. think that worked. Oh man! So that was it. That uh, was the uh, that was our uh, Oscar nominations for yeah. 2014. Yeah. Um, surprised. Yeah. Surprise. Uh, horrible. Um, lost it all. Well, here's the thing. The other thing I noticed too. It's not. It's not a movie for second viewings. Birdman. Yep. Really? Yeah. Um, just because of, I think it's the whole surprises and everything. Like I felt anxious, like the entire scene when he like goes, picks up the gun and goes out on stage and it's not. And then you can hear like the other production people behind him. Like, dude, you're, this is like the, that, like the, the wig headset mm-hmm. with all the blood. Like what, what are you doing? You need this why do you not have the right guns and everything got it you can hear that in, in the background like they're trying to stop him to not go on stage because they know what's gonna or they know that he's he's not yeah okay he yeah, doesn't yeah, yeah, have yeah. the right he doesn't have the right props so you know something's up right away right so really the movie's good for it's good for one first the first viewing maybe you could watch it a second if you wanted to pay attention more to like the i guess i would have aspects. to give it like more of a I was gonna say Split they give apart. me the twenty dollars I spent on buying the Blu-ray. Oh <laughs> well, no 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 no! It's, it's still, movie to own. It's still I great. See at like eleven thirty the night the Oscars are on and goes please 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 pick up Birdman. <laughs> so I went and bought it the next day. But then I watched it again and I felt like the anxiety and the excitement that I got the first time was nulled a little bit got it just because of like oh, okay well i know what happens which you could in theory argue that can happen with a lot of movies once you know what see, happens like, like in movies it, it like i i could watch like inception and i'm still for a while i would watch inception and i was still confused right um this one i'm less confused mm-hmm. but i'm still i'm still trying to poke and find out answers but the whole excitement of it as it's just been dulled, I guess, a little bit for me. I mean, like, give it time. I'll probably watch it again. I'm still finding it excited. But it'd be another. It'd be one of those movies that you just you don't watch it on a regular basis. You don't put it on constantly to watch just a movie. To have yeah. yeah. It's 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 a movie that you go okay. Well, I haven't seen this movie in you know two or three years. Let's sit down and watch this one again and kind of try to regain some of that experience because yeah. you'll you'll have forgotten about certain aspects of the movie. Yeah. So then you kind of can have that oh that's right this happens like yeah. moment that you don't remember going into yeah you know yeah 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 i agree well congratulations oscar, uh, oscar I won! Uh, 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 again <laughs> three years in a row three years in a row Woo! so i'm not doing this ever Woo! <laughs> we're not having one next year oh jeffrey Oh, I'm going to be over here. <laughs> but Jeffrey. I'm going to be over here. I'm going to face away from the microphone. But Jeffrey. <laughs> I'm back. Okay. But so, we love you. <laughs> real quick, let us discuss Spectre and then we'll end it because yeah. we're about an hour and a half. Yeah, we're about an hour and a half. Um, First of all, I didn't know it was an octopus on the poster. Oh, the the broken <laughs> Yeah, because uh, it was glass? like, yeah, when I saw the broken glass, it was like, well, it's eight of something. <laughs> it's supposed to be something. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. <coughs> and then, like, we're watching, and then we're watching From Russia Lit Love. It's like, what's the logo? It's like, Lindsay's like, oh, it's an octopus. Like, oh, for like octopus. No, don't say, oh, it's an octopus. Like, I didn't know. 
<laughs> no, 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 I'm saying it's like, no, you, I said you're explaining to me it was an octopus. I'm like, oh, it's from octopus. I've, I've actually seen the logo, but I never really actually. It's the logo for Spectre. Mm-hmm. It's the logo for Spectre. It's like, oh, that makes sense. So then that makes sense with the post. That's why there's the eight things. Oh, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm intrigued by and the Spectre comes out this year, right? Yes, yes this guns. November. I'm really this guns are out around my birthday. This entire year is ridiculous when it's, it comes to movies. I mean, you, you got to look. Look, we're kidding. <sighs> we're getting yeah, Avengers. I mean, really like three or four big deal movies that are yeah. coming out but it, they're pretty freaking big deal we have the Avengers this year we have Avengers, Avengers this year Star Wars and the new James Bond and the new James Bond What's um, the fourth one Jurassic Park Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Park it's coming like out the only four I'm really excited uh, but it's just it's, I don't care about Ant-Man it's, really it not. is it is a it is a year for continuing of franchises, franchises. is what this yeah. year is and it's well, just I wouldn't really call Star Wars a continuing of the franchises yes, it it's, it's episode 7 it's episode 12 yes but it's it's kind of starting a new story really when you think about they, it they they will but I mean you. it's, it's another charging of a franchise it's, a, it's another entry as part of it it's because it's not if, if it was one of the uh, standalone films, like the Rogue, was yeah, it Rogue, Rogue Six One. or Rogue One, whatever that comes out next year, yeah, yeah, Which I have no years. idea what it's about. Um, don't worry, Dan. Dan's very excited about it. <laughs> it's nice to see Dan excited about something. Finally, Dan is so excited. Um, oh. No, but like that movie, like I would, I would count that film. That is not a can. I don't know. It depends on what they end up doing with the story, because there was some talk that even though it's a standalone film, stuff that happens in it will be reflected yeah like like it's hard to know where because there's no information about it yeah but either way like i feel like that movie you could argue yes that one does not continue the franchise because mm-hmm. it's it's in the world but it's own it's own right. film you know this the force the force awakens is no matter what anybody says it is still episode seven yeah so it is still a continuing of the franchise i'm probably just gonna call it force <clears throat> awakens really when you think about it this is like do you call episode oh you, do you won't, call empire strikes back episode five you won't call the, the the original ones by their numbers you call i guess you don't necessarily call the uh the prequels all about you you do episode one yeah, I feel like you go. I think I feel like a lot of people will do episode one, and then we'll do like okay, and then you have Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Yeah. Like you, you, you'll refer to. Yeah. I, I feel like because the whole push on Phantom Menace was the fact that oh, we're now calling these episode whatever, yeah. you know, and then the the tagline. Yeah, that's why it got so ingrained into the culture. But then after that, it kind of it does kind of taper yeah. off a little bit. But no, so Spectre is uh, Spectre's. I'm intrigued by Spectre. I'm I, I mean, I, it's awesome. The pictures they were showing they're up in the Alps again mm-hmm. or they're up in the mountains again which is cool because that's yeah. very much so going back to the old school bond very, that, that's Ugh. the thing that's what bothers me a little bit is just like oh we gotta do another winter movie <laughs> <laughs> I feel like because the, some of the other locations aren't aren't in the mountains that they're doing other that's locations true. on like warm so it, they're they're globetrotting like usual but I do like that there isn't a certain element of they did they've now officially rebooted the bond franchise in a way where we're wrapping back around to the originals again. Yeah. You know, like the office and that M's in the office, you know, like Q's now there. Like it's all very much so we're kind of back in the old Bond world. And now it's going to be homages to that style mm-hmm. of Bond is how I feel. Yeah. But that. Well, especially when you look at Skyfall, I mean, it was the 50th anniversary. That was yeah. kind of a big deal. And there's a lot of homages to the original film right, that were right. actually created. 
But now, like, I feel like this is going to be a homage, another homage, I guess you could say. And, because, and we could be completely wrong, too, for that matter. Yeah, you know? but I don't know. It's going to be cool. I I, 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 I don't know anything about it besides the couple pictures I saw and like when they made the initial announcement and I'm like, either way, I'm like, I, I will be there. Like, I've seen the last. See I refer you to, wait, were we talking about Star Wars or Bond? Bond. Bond. I refer you to the last mission briefing episode of James Bonding. Oh, yeah, because they talked about Spectre. It's real good. Okay. I, uh, good good suggestion. All right. Um, no, it's, yeah, I, I'm so it's intrigued. It's a lot more, like, in-depth info. The last, the last five Bonds, because there's three right now with with, Pier, uh, with uh, Pierce Brosnan, with mm-hmm. um, Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. And then Spectre's going to be the fourth with him, and I saw Die Another Day in theaters. So I've seen the last five Bond, or the last okay. four Bond films, every single one of them in theaters. Well, I thought that, um, I thought that, this round of movies was actually going to be a two-parter. What for? For Spectre was actually, I think Spectre's supposed to be a two-parter. I wouldn't be surprised. Or, or it's the next two movies. I like think that it's the next two movies. I don't think it's this one, but I think it's the next two because Skyfall technically ended the like the well because Skyfall and Quantum of Sol- no no sorry <sighs> Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Are basically Back. one movie. Yeah, Skyfall kind of is a decent standalone one. So then the I Spectre, consider it a standalone, right? So yeah. then you'll have Spectre, and then whatever will come. I'll be coming after this. That'll probably be tight. Yeah, because yeah. I have heard that. I thought I heard that too. I thought I heard that yeah. they were they were going to try to like not necessarily they didn't they're not a direct part two, but yeah. it's 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 going to be like a it's going to be gonna like be linked. Yeah, exactly. It'll be like, well, picks up right where this one left off and just yeah. continues Which on. Which I actually kind of thought that was really cool. Because that's like the first time that was ever used in a Bond. Oh, yeah. They've never... I mean, they've referenced stuff. Like, they referenced his wife. In oh, the yeah. Ones and, um, Russian with Love, they make a reference to Dr. No. But that's about it. Right. It's, there's connections to it because it's yeah. in the same world. But it's never like... You do. You... you Casino Royale credits roll. You stop the movie. You start Quantum of Solace. It... Is he continuing Literally, that story? There's from nothing that different. Spot. Yeah, yeah, you could edit both together to make a single film. Yeah, like it's that easy. So, <laughs> would you want to? Uh, it's a long movie. Yeah, I'd have to trim some stuff out. Yeah. I think so. Well, Colin, uh, there is our episode 26. Yeah, the Oscar recap meets Spectre. Yeah, it's okay because you know in the past you just gave you it gave you a year worth of uh, uh, of bragging rights and the episodes and the Yay. podcast we um we only do two episodes a year now so <laughs> sucker. <laughs> what if I use all three on one episode? <laughs> you could you could use all three on a single episode. But that would not be fun. No, it would not. <laughs> so we'll have to do a random one of these next. I don't know when it'll happen. Maybe after I move, we'll do yeah. another one. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> and then you'll just throw them in randomly yep yep it'll be so, great wait for the next episode when we're probably gonna do it with for what avengers or something like that yeah, we'll, we'll probably, probably do avengers we'll probably talk about star wars we'll probably talk about avengers yep and, and then any other that news that came out. out yep yeah awesome well colin yep we're done hey. bye god bye Jeff. This has been a production of Ghost Hat Media, proud member of the Ghost Hat Network. Find them online at www.ghosthat.net. <laughs> I like the ending. <laughs>